name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you, O Lord, kept a record of sins, O Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, therefore you are feared. Since we are gathered to hear God's word, call upon him in prayer and praise, and receive the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ in the fellowship of this altar. Let us first consider our unworthiness and confess before God and one another that we have sinned in thought, word, and deed, and that we cannot free ourselves from our sinful condition. Together as his people, let us take refuge in the infinite mercy of God, our Heavenly Father, seeking his grace for the sake of Christ and saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. Almighty God, have mercy upon us, forgive us our sins, and lead us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, merciful Father, in holy baptism you declared us to be your children and gathered us into your one holy church in which you daily and richly forgive us our sins and grant us new life through your spirit. Be in our midst, enliven our faith, and graciously receive our prayer and praise through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. For the gift of divine peace and of pardon with all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord. For the Holy Christian Church, here and scattered throughout the world, and for the proclamation of the gospel and the calling of all to faith, let us pray to the Lord. for our cities and communities, and for the common welfare of us all, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, have mercy, Lord have mercy. For seasonable weather and for the fruitfulness of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, Christ have 
those who labor, for those whose work is difficult or dangerous, and for all who travel, let us pray to the Lord. in need, for the hungry and homeless, for the widowed and orphaned, and for all those in prison, let us pray to the Lord. For the sick and dying, and for all those who care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy, have mercy, Lord have mercy. For these and for all our needs of body and soul, let us pray to the Lord. Comfort and defend us, gracious Lord. Lord have mercy, have mercy, Lord have mercy. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, by your grace, the Apostle Andrew obeyed the call of your Son to be a disciple. Let us also follow the same Lord Jesus Christ in heart and life, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the Feast of St. Andrew, Apostle is recorded in St. Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 10. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture says, whoever believes on him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew or Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. 
For whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But I say, have they not heard? Yes, indeed. Their sound has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Holy Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, John stood with two of his disciples, and looking at Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. The two disciples heard him speak, and they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned And seeing them following, said to them, What do you seek? They said to him, Rabbi, which is to say when translated, Teacher, where are you staying? He said to them, Come and see. They came and saw where he was staying and remained with him that day. Now it was about the tenth hour. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ.
The Spirit and the Church cry out. All those who await his appearance pray. The whole creation pleads. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his own brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah. And Andrew brought him to Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. Andrew loved his brother, Simon Peter. They were from Bethsaida along the northern coast of the Sea of Galilee. You know they were fishermen by trade. In the gospel for today, we learn that Andrew was down south in Judea, a disciple of John the Baptist. That means that he followed the teachings of John the Baptist, which were preparing the way for the Messiah's coming. He called the people to repentance, and he baptized them for the remission of their sins. Andrew, as a disciple of John, was one of the ones who assisted John in the work of baptizing. After Jesus' baptism, John not only confessed that Jesus was the Son of God, the Messiah, the Anointed One, but when he came up out of the waters, he understood the centrality of Jesus' mission, and he said to him, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The forgiveness that Andrew was privileged to administer through the sacrament of holy baptism came from that Messiah whom John proclaimed, the Lamb of God. Andrew loved his brother, Simon Peter. But Andrew also loved Jesus. It was a miracle of love for Jesus that was born out of John's preaching and the gift of the forgiveness of sins that Andrew received. Isn't that why we all love Jesus? There is comfort in no one else but the Son of God, our Savior. He died upon the cross for our forgiveness. In baptism, we receive Jesus' forgiveness. And throughout our lives, he comforts our troubled conscience, he strengthens our faith, he gives us joy and consolation and hope through the ongoing word of forgiveness that he speaks to us again and again. That's why we love him. And that's the love that was born in Andrew's heart for Jesus. In John's Gospel, the first chapter, Jesus' ministry was just beginning. He had not yet called the twelve. He had not yet met Simon Peter and Andrew and James and John in the Sea of Galilee. So when John pointed to Jesus and proclaimed that he was Messiah, the Son of God, 
the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Andrew and another disciple followed Jesus. What do you seek? Jesus asked them. And they responded, We seek the teacher, the rabbi who will speak to us the words of life. Where are you staying? They asked Jesus. They wanted to be with him. Come and see, he says. And they stayed with him for the entire day, the evangelist records. Jesus' teaching of Andrew and this unnamed disciple had only just begun. But like the ministry of John the Baptist that Andrew received, and now this word from Jesus, whom John identified as the Lamb of God, it had a profound effect upon Andrew, such that he wanted to bring his brother, Simon Peter, to Jesus. Andrew loved his brother, and now his love for his brother was combined with his love for Jesus. At the end of that day, of Jesus' teaching, the first thing that Andrew did was to find his brother and say to him, we have found the Messiah. And he brought Simon Peter to Jesus. I've often thought if I had ever been given the opportunity to start a Lutheran congregation, I would advocate naming it St. Andrew Lutheran Church. Come and see. Jesus is here. You can see in Andrew how much he loved his brother and how much he wanted his brother to know and to love Jesus too. He wasn't a preacher yet. He had not yet been called as an apostle, but he had been touched by Jesus' forgiving love. You can hear the undercurrent of the love for Jesus and the miracle of faith in Andrew's confession. We have found the Messiah. Jesus is the Son of God. He forgives our sins. He is the anointed one for whom we have all been waiting. It is so lovely that Jesus was the one whom Andrew loved even before he had seen Jesus with his eyes. It's the same for us. The words created faith. The words created love and affection for Jesus. The words were all important. We have all come to know and love Jesus in the same way. John the Baptist's preaching and the baptismal ministry had such a profound effect upon Andrew that as soon as John pointed to Jesus, Andrew followed him. As soon as Andrew was touched by Jesus' word, he brought his loved one to meet Jesus too. What a lovely picture of what it is to be a Christian, a disciple of the Lamb of God. St. Paul spoke about the power of this word. The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
Andrew teaches us that wherever Jesus' word is proclaimed, there is Jesus. Wherever his sacraments are administered, there is Jesus. With all of his forgiving love, binding up broken hearts and troubled consciences. We may not always, as Christians, know the words to say. So we bring our loved ones here, to this place, where Jesus preaches, where Jesus baptizes, where Jesus forgives sins, and where Jesus catechizes us in the mysteries of divine love in the kingdom of God, where Jesus feeds us with nothing less than his body and blood. What a lovely Advent theme. Our Lord not only came in the flesh as the babe of Bethlehem laid in a manger 2,000 years ago, We not only look forward and anticipate his second coming in glory on the last day when we shall be caught up together with those who have gone before us and meet the Lord in the air. In Advent, we celebrate his very real coming to us now in his word and in his sacraments. Come and see. By his word, we have found the Messiah and by his word, the Messiah finds us. In a few short weeks from the words recorded by the evangelist in today's gospel, Andrew's encounter with Jesus, Andrew and his brother would be called into the ministry out of their fishing industry on the Sea of Galilee. I will make you fishers of men. But the privilege of bringing their loved ones to Jesus began already with their baptism into Christ. It is the same privilege that you have been given. Andrew's name regularly appears in the Gospels near the top of the list of the Twelve, reputed to be the first disciple called. Tradition says he was martyred upon a cross in the shape of an X, known as the St. Andrew's Cross. He is also called the patron saint of Scotland, though the details of that I am not so familiar with. But today, we celebrate the forgiving love of Jesus that touched his heart and moved him to bring his loved one to meet the Savior. Come, and see. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus unto life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, your kingdom comes to us wherever the gospel of Jesus is preached and his sacraments are administered. Through these gifts, you give us your Holy Spirit and create faith in our hearts. We give thanks to you for these gifts. We give thanks to you for the promise that Jesus will come again in glory on the last day 
to give us all the fullness of his kingdom. Forgive us for failing to pray for the coming of your kingdom. By your word and spirit, reign in our hearts and in your church. Through the promises of the gospel, continue to give us your Holy Spirit, so that by your grace we believe your holy word and lead godly lives here in time and forever after in eternity. Almighty and eternal God, we adore you as the God and Father of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And with the whole church on earth and all the hosts of heaven, we ascribe to you honor and blessing, thanksgiving and praise. You created us in your own image and redeemed us with the precious blood of your Son. By your Spirit, you sanctified us and called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Grant that we may, with thankful hearts, receive these great mercies and express our gratitude, not only with our lips, but also in our lives, as we give ourselves to your service and walk before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Deliver us from sin and error, from the frailties of the flesh, the allurements of this present age, and the temptations of the devil. Give us faith that works in love, hope that never disappoints, kindness that never fails, confidence in you that never wavers, patience that does not grow weary, and like Andrew, courage always ready to confess Christ, that we may live in your mercy and die in your peace. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God. For you have mightily governed and protected your holy church, in which the blessed apostles and evangelists proclaimed your divine and saving gospel. Therefore, with patriarchs and prophets, apostles and evangelists, with Saint Andrew and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Blessed are you, O Lord, our God, King of all creation. For you have had mercy on us and given your only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. In your boundless mercy you sent your servant John the Baptist to proclaim that in Christ the kingdom of heaven draws near. With thankful hearts we pray, come, Lord Jesus, confident that in his body and blood given us to eat and to drink, we receive the forgiveness of sins and so proclaim his death until he comes again in glory. Hear us as we pray in his name and as he has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me.
The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Let us pray. O God, the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.